Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Um, today, let's keep continue, keep continuing. <laughs> let's keep talking about uh, the elephant in the brain. Uh, we talked about yesterday, right? Um, the whole elephant is uh, we are always selfish, but we are trying to divert the attention away from us while looking not selfish. So we can reap the benefit well not looking too bad, right? That's the gist of this. So there were a few examples in this book. And I think my favorite example is the charity one. I I kind of want to share it with you guys, how people might think, oh, charity is the greatest thing, right? It's, 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 it's designed for you to uh, give back to the society. Is that really true? Right? Let's talk about it. So um, the author argues that it is a form of social signaling, right? Where, and also, even though we try to be charitable, we still kind of have selfish reasons to, like, why we're doing that. So, before we dive into the bad, let's talk about good. There is good kind of uh, charity called the effective altruism. Notice the labeling and the naming is a little different here. So, exactly... Um, those two words, like they're coming from actually two um, hedge fund analysts, I think from the 1970s, um, I I don't remember, uh, or 80s when they were trying, trying to do this. They were trying to give their uh, hedge funds profit to charity. And then they start ranking the charity, right? They're, they start to approach this, uh, based on their bread and butter, their, uh, you know, um, analyst system, right? Like they're trying to evaluate it as the same as evaluating a financial market. And they they kind of found that the results are disappointing. Um, a lot of the charities at that time were dodging the question, will not give them the, the data. They will not tell them, hey, you know, like this is where the money is going to. So... This is so, so, so alarming. The two hedge fund guys, they quit their job. They started a nonprofit called GiveWell. I think you've heard of that, right? GiveWell. And um, their essential business is to rank the charities and they're trying to sort out the best charities in the nation. So give you guys an example, right? So one of the most effective charity based on GiveWell's ranking is a charity called Against Malaria Foundation. Okay, Against Malaria Foundation. You can essentially save a life for 3,500 bucks, which is not bad, right? So I do wanna say that this form of charity, the effective altruism kind is great, right? Like there's no evidence saying that there's, there's, there's something bad about this, but just so you know, okay? So, what about the other kinds of charity? And right? this is the fun part. So, the also uses the world, the, uh, like the word uh, real world charity. So, overall, right, no more than 13% of the private American charity goes to helping those who seem to need it the most, right? Which is the poor people from a global standards. And they are actually like the true purpose of those charities, right, is for 
the giver, right? Well, it's for them to advertise the donor. Uh, people might say, yeah, the recipient is the donor, right? Is the recipient is the receiver of the donation? Probably not, right? Uh, I went to a college where there are a lot of names being named after a certain people, right? Um, there, I live in Utah, right? We have the Echoes family. We have uh, who else? The Christiansons, right? Uh, who else? We have Warnocks, right? So those are pretty much the uh, yeah the Huntsmans, right? So those are probably the biggest name politically or in the capitalist world in Utah. So they are making a donation to kind of leave a mark on the buildings and on the institution. I'm, I'm sure that not all of them are doing that, but most of them is doing that, right? Um, it is kind of a classic uh, sociological fact in a sense that uh, money, right? When we're, we are showing for money, we're showing for evolutionary fitness, right? So there is a form of anonymous donations, right? People can say, oh yeah, there are people that don't, that donated money, um, you know, not even their name. They're actually extremely rare. They're less than 1% of the overall donations are anonymous. So charity also helps to kind of advertise for their pro-social orientation, right? Um, you, you see political donation align with candidates that they support based on some social um, arrangement or some social policies, right? You have donations to very, very specific names, right? But most likely what you see is you see buildings with different people's name on them and then they have oil paintings of the donors on the wall, <laughs> right? Or or a range of plaques, right? Like you donate over $25,000, you get this color plaque. Uh, you donate more than $100,000, you get this color plaque. It is just a social signaling through and through with charity, right? Again, I'm not trying to say every charity is bad, but uh, I truly believe that the only good charity, uh, not counting the uh, effective altruism, is the anonymous donations, right? Which like they're choosing to donate their money un like anonymously, anonymously. So what that means is they don't care about, you know, the publicity and all that fun stuff, right? Which counts for again, 1% of all the donation for charity. So um, one day, right, when I get rich, when I get financially free, right, like I'm going to either donate something anonymously, right? I can't talk right now, uh, for a good cause, or um, I'm just probably gonna go down the effective altruism route, kind of getting real clarity on like how much are, uh, are we talking about, like give me quantifiable results before I donate the money. That's kind of how I will go about it. But um, anyway, um, so this is a kind of like the, true life example, real life example of, you know, hey, this is something that um, it's, it's really a form of social, sig uh, social signaling and then a form of getting to know a certain donor by the way that they're donating, if that makes sense, right? So there's a lot more examples in the book. I think this is the most dramatic and the most obvious one. 
Um, there's other um, examples in education in the hospital system. So I encourage you guys to, to like check it out and then recognize this you know daily recon uh daily interactions and we'll kind of go from there. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, share with your friends. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Tomorrow we're gonna start a new book. All right. Thank you. Have a good day.